Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle here, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Mags podcast. And today, I have three amazing ladies with me, all from Brookridge Retirement Community. I have Tatum, Becky, and Tanya. Hi, ladies. Hey, Brooke. Brooke. How are y'all doing? Good. We're glad to be (laughs) here. Yeah, I actually got to see all of y'all yesterday. We shot the February cover for Forsyth Woman, so be on the lookout for for an awesome February cover coming up soon. (laughs) Okay, so to kind of kick things off, I have a few get-to-know-you questions, and we'll just go in order. So Tatum's first of answering. No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, these are fun. They're just this or that. Then a couple deep ones at the end. Dog or cat? Dog. 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 All these dog people. I like it. I'm a dog person. <laughs> phone call or text message? Text message. Phone call. I'm phone call as well. <laughs> hey, you know, I wish I was phone call. I wish I would like to talk on the phone more. I like to be in person or text you or FaceTime. I think I like to see, I don't know, um, ice cream cone or snow cone? Ice cream. What flavor? Vanilla. Very plain. Oh, okay. I, I like that. <laughs> you can do so much with it. <laughs> True. Absolutely. So versatile. Endless I'm, possibilities. <laughs> I'm going to go with ice cream as well. And I'm kind of a butter pecan. Ooh. Pecan. Good choice. Yeah, pecan or pecan. Yeah, I don't there know. you go. <laughs> and ice cream. Chocolate mint. Ooh, good choice. Mm-hmm. I like it. I love all ice cream. I don't discriminate. Mm-hmm. I can't pick a favorite flavor. <laughs> I don't think there's one I don't like. True. I've never met one I don't like. Same with candy. It's a big problem. Um, Okay. Music or podcast? Music. Music, unless I'm in the car on a long drive. Yeah. And I really can get into podcasts. Yeah. There you go. Music. There you go. Okay. Cake or pie? Cake. (laughs) Uh, Cake. We're... All alike. You guys, are here. <laughs> you guys are all the same. <laughs> and we did not discuss our answers <laughs> beforehand. Okay, I have two more. Laundry or dishes? Which would you rather do? Neither. <laughs> Good but answer. If I have to pick dishes. Yeah, because, you know, there's a Laundry dishwasher. Is such a process. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with dishes, right? Put them in the dishwasher, then husband unloads it. <laughs> so, yeah. Absolutely. You're you're winning. I like that. I'll say laundry because I'm so particular with yeah. my clothes. Like so nobody touched my don't laundry. Don't touch them. Nothing goes in the dryer, you know. Don't even attempt to fold them. Just exactly. let me do it. Exactly. Yeah. I hear you. Okay, last one. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Hot mm. coffee. Hot coffee. Hot in the winter and iced in the summer. Yeah. I like hot in the morning and iced in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the coffee. Okay, so now a couple of more deep questions. Do you ladies know your love language? Are you familiar with the five Mm -hmm. love languages? I am familiar with them. I believe mine is more of actions. Mm -hmm. Um, Acts of service? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's... Love it. What about you? I'm familiar with it. It's been a while, and I remember identifying mine. And um, is there one that's... uh, yeah, words of affirmation. Okay, words of affirmation. There that you would go. be me. <laughs> Mine was service as well. Acts of service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need a little bit of all of them. I think, but <laughs> <laughs> they're all good to have. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I think it's so interesting, and I love that um, Dr. Chapman like lives, lives in the here. Area. Right? Yes. Yes. I think that's so cool. Okay, so what? Not just with your career, but just in life in general. What motivates you? Seeing 
others being successful or making a difference. Um, I think, you know, being in, I'm in the healthcare side of Brookridge. And so when you see somebody smile or just having that success, it makes me want to keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm in sales and marketing. And so what motivates me is to see somebody excited about our community and to be able to talk about our community and all of the great amenities we have. So yeah, that excites me and motivates me. Love it. So I'm at the independent living side as well, and I love building relationships with new residents and, and, and keeping those relationships viable in the community with with each and every Yeah, that's, a, that's such a good one. Relationships are so important. I mean, you, you have nothing without that. You have to, you can't sell anybody anything without building that relationship first. You can't, that's definitely the, the starting point that um, I was talking to somebody earlier and we were talking about how you have to get to somebody's heart before you can get mm-hmm. to their mind. And I think that's crucial with, with any mm-hmm. any business, but especially especially this one. Yeah, uh, meeting people and developing that relationship, but then, then being able to nurture it for a while mm-hmm. because this business is not someone's going to come in and make a decision in one day, Yeah, right? It's, it's a huge a decision. Period, you know, several visits, several phone calls. There's yeah. a lot before we actually yeah. you know, close it. So, yeah. So let's kind of dive into that some more. I want to you ladies to tell me what exactly, you kind of gave me a sneak peek, what you do at Brookridge and how you chose this business path. Sure. So um, this is Tatum. I oversee the healthcare facility at Brookridge Retirement Community. For me, I got into this. Um, I had a loved one who was in a nursing home, and it may have not have been the perfect, the perfect journey for us. And so, um, I knew I could make a difference. And so, I took the career path of becoming a nursing home administrator. Since COVID hit, I question it every day, <laughs> but uh, it, it again is just the joy on the residents' faces and knowing I'm I'm what they have right now. Mm-hmm. You know, families aren't able to come in and spend the time that they were, and so um, being able to love on them and our relationships with our residents have become so much stronger yeah. because mm-hmm. our staff is having to fulfill roles that they typically don't fulfill. So I might be the only hug they get in a day or the only conversation they get to have or the only person that asks how they're doing. And so um, I take that very seriously. And I just feel that it's not a career, it's a calling and God's put me there. And there's a reason why I'm there. And so um, for me, it's just, it's my heart, it's my passion, helping somebody or, you know, helping a family member just have some peace about it is um, exactly why I'm there. But yeah, um, so that's my role. Oh, I love that so much. I think seriously, maybe not daily, but so frequently about these people that are in retirement communities right now and how much of a struggle it must be. And so it makes my heart so happy to hear that they do have people like you that are there to continue to nurture those relationships and that they're not totally alone because, oh, I can't, it just breaks my heart. <laughs> it is. It's, it's hard to, um, it's hard to navigate and it's hard to be that family liaison sometimes mm-hmm. just because they want so badly to be there and we want so badly for them to be there. Yeah. It's the world we live in right now is just crazy and trying to calm the fear. You know, there's such a, a chaos around it. And so just trying to be peace in the middle of chaos and understand there's hope, there's no reason to be fearful. It's all going to be okay. And just being that voice. And we have a great team in our healthcare facility that really takes that on and takes it personally. Yeah. And that's the beauty of where we're at. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's good to hear. I like it. All right, Becky. Well, I'm a That's little... a tough one to follow. It is. <laughs> it is. I almost forgot the question. <laughs> but I think the career path and what led me to Brookridge and mm-hmm. the position I now have, I'll have to say I've got a very varied background, my mm-hmm. career path, but I think everything I've done has been a step to lead me mm-hmm. to finally finding my true passion. Oh, that's great. I have really, um, I have a background. I worked for the School of Medicine. And I had a real interesting position there where I recruited folks and um, to play sick for medical students. And then I went back to school a little later, and I have a degree in communication with a concentration in healthcare. So, and also not for profit management. So I've got mm. a little of everything. So now coming to Brookridge, working with this population, and you know, I feel like I'm offering solutions to so many people. And it's truly a lifestyle at Brookridge, and just my communication skills, which um, I do enjoy. <laughs> you know, I think it's appreciated by new folks who come in, and they, I'm able to really, usually fairly well, communicate the lifestyle of Brookridge, mm-hmm. even though we're a beautiful place and we're located. It's almost a retreat, like you were there yesterday. It is, it's beautiful. But to communicate the lifestyle and the mm-hmm. friendliness of our community. So I do feel like, as I said, I've had a lot of positions to lead me here, and I do have a true passion for it. I love that. I think mm-hmm. I was having a conversation recently that, you know, what you do have a passion for, which you three ladies clearly have a passion for this, it's not, you know, some sort of coincidence. That's what you guys are exactly. meant to do. And that, it feels so good to be in something that, that feels like is meant for meant for you. Yeah, um, I totally agree. I think God was preparing me all my life for this role. Um, first, I was a mother, a stay-at-home mom with the children, and once they got into school, I, I joined the school system and worked along with their schedule and to always be available for them, and then um, went to work in human resources uh, with two different um, Fortune 500 companies and landed at uh, Brookridge Retirement Community and was promoted from within into my role now as Independent Living Director. And I I really feel like this was all God's plan for me because my life experience is taking care of my parents um, and seeing my mom take care of her parents and her mother taking care of her grandparents. Um, It's kind of generational too. So, and... uh, I do have a heart for um, the folks. I um, help them navigate through things every day, and that's very fulfilling to me. Um, First and foremost, we take great care of our residents, uh, and they do become family. Um, You can um, just see that smile and um, the happiness that exudes from them and and the relationships. We have a great team in independent living. Everybody there has a passion for the folks, and we all just really enjoy what we do there. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love it. So tell me about some of the different options that you offer. Maybe Maybe somebody is listening that they are considering a parent or a grandparent that it's time to make a transition um, what are some different options that are offered at Brookridge? Well, uh, Brookridge is a CCRC, Continuing Care Re- Retirement Community. We're also sort of going toward life plan community. There's an um, organization, Leading Age, and it's a national organization. And I think I've recently heard that they sort of did a survey. And people liked um, 
weren't great on continuing care, that because independent living, the first level you go into, it's not really, there is care just because of, uh, like Tanya, the director of independent living, but they're deciding life plan community is really a better descriptor. Mm -hmm. So the way we work, you can come into independent living and you're totally independent. We have cottages, what we call our garden homes, and we also have apartments. And we promise to take care of you for the rest of your life. So that's unique. We have a large benevolent fund. We hope everybody is able to maintain their resources, but that is something unique about Brookridge. Mm -hmm. We do promise to take care of residents for the rest of their life. So as their health care needs change, we have assisted living, we have rehab, we have memory care, and we have skilled nursing. So over the rest, and this is a life decision. Oh, absolutely. So our community, you pay a one-time entrance fee, and there's a monthly fee, and we have so many activities. They're all free. Mm -hmm. Of course, COVID, there's been some restriction on that. We've had to reduce the number of folks in certain classes because we offer all sorts of wellness activities, yoga, tai chi, water aerobics, So the lifestyle is really very important. We want them to like what they see and the space they're going to live in, but it is a true lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so that security that they have knowing we're going to have a place for them and we're going to take care of them for the rest of their life. And that oftentimes uh, new residents will tell me they're doing this as a gift to their children. I was going to say, what a peace of mind for for your children or your grandchildren. Right, right. yeah, that's that's I love hearing that. That that's a big promise to make, and it that's, is. I mean, that's it really awesome. Is. It really is, and uh, we have a great when folks will come in, and I'll usually ask them after they've come in, what made you choose Brookridge? Because there are uh, other communities, and they will say the friendliness of the community. Mm-hmm. And um, I have great ambassadors, the folks that live there. And they're happy to let yeah. folks know because as I'm giving a tour, we'll come across residents and they will say, we love it here. And I assure them, I said, this wasn't planned. <laughs> this was <laughs> not had the right, right, <laughs> right to tell them when you see me walking with a potential resident, you need to say yeah. that. So, And it's really genuine. Yeah. They sure. really do like it there. So how big is Brookridge? And I think you briefly mentioned before we started we got on air about some renovations that are going on. Yeah, yeah. So we're actually on 46 wooded acres. There are a lot of people in Winston-Salem. In fact, before I came to work here, I had heard of Brookridge, but I didn't know exactly where it was located. We're behind, It's a gated community. We're on 46 wooded acres. So it's a beautiful community. Yeah. We have garden homes, the cottages, and we have started a new marketing initiative that we are so excited about that we have worked with a senior living architect, RLPS, and we have these new floor plans that are open concepts and lots of things that they only work with senior living communities. Awesome. So these are going to be great. We are in the process now. We've uh, dedicated 10 homes that we've purposefully not reoccupied, mm-hmm. and we're taking deposits for people to move in with the next year. So it's a real exciting thing, and it's going very well. We're also creating a larger one-bedroom apartment and basically a facelift 
basically a facelift. So it's an exciting time for Brookridge and an exciting time to come in. Yeah. So if you were interested in bringing your parent or grandparent in, are you guys doing tours right now? We are doing safety conscious tours. Okay. There are some folks who are still a little uh, hesitant to come into our main building, which we do follow all of the guidelines. Temperatures are taken. The questions are asked. Everybody in our common areas must wear a mask, Mm -hmm. um, hand sanitizer. So there are people, and right now I'm only bringing through two at a time. Yeah. And we will tour the common areas. Of course, I can't take anybody over to healthcare now, and they understand that. Occasionally, somebody will only want to meet out in a garden home. Mm -hmm. But we've been really successful with some Zoom Mm -hmm. meetings. And, um, yeah. You can have people on, yeah, or you can walk them around virtually. Yeah, yeah, because (laughs) we have a new website, and you're able to take a virtual tour. Awesome. And, yeah, the Zoom meetings have been so successful, and I have people from other states, you know, and so we'll get all of the groundwork, and then they, I have somebody scheduled to come in next week who lives upper um, Virginia. Mm, and cool. so I think she feels like she knows the community because of all of the communication. Yeah. So we're making it work. We've been creative and resourceful. Pivoting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I keep saying we're yeah. pivoting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this is, might be kind of a tough question to answer, but if for those of you or those listeners who might have a parent or grandparent who is not excited at the prospect of working towards assisted living, I have a personal, uh, my Papa passed away last two years ago now, but um, I remember having that conversation with him. At, long story, but it had to be me to let him know, and I was terrified to tell him that it was time to make that move, and it was, you know, his mind was going, but what are some, do you have any tips for parents or the kids or grandkids for kind of helping make that a smooth process and helping to open that door to even having that conversation Um, Sure. Well, there's a difference between the independent living conversation and the assisted Mm -hmm. living, and Tatum can speak to that a little more, but um, it's a gentle conversation. Occasionally, I will have someone who they had their timeline as the couple. We plan to do this in three years, Mm -hmm. and the children have some input, but it's an easy conversation. Then there are certainly those where Let's say the children have come home for a holiday. They know the parents are okay, but the steps, you know, there are just things to look at, and they think this would be a good idea. Yeah. Maybe parents, not so much. But usually with some gentle conversation and some tours, meeting residents before COVID, I would always set up a meal so that they could join residents for lunch or dinner. Yeah. That made a difference. So, um, and... It's so common to hear folks say, and this is with everybody, but that population, I can't even imagine. I'm too overwhelmed with all of my stuff, mm, right? Yes. Stuff. Yep. <laughs> so we're a, we work with um, transition companies. There are several that we work with, mm-hmm. and they're able to come into someone's home and help them to discern, donate, Oh, got a wow. tag. Got, huh. You know, we're going to sell this at an auction that specializes in these rugs that you purchased overseas 25 years ago that you're not willing to let go of that you're not willing to let go (laughs) of right yeah and so that's certainly that's a step that makes it much less over overwhelming that's right so the transition companies have been very important and um you have to move some people along a little slower like i have folks i've been working with for eight months oh wow 
Yeah. Actually, a family mm-hmm. just came in that I started working with shortly after I arrived two years ago. So it's not always a quick process. Yeah. Occasionally, somebody will come. We've got to move in 60 days, you know, and we can make that work. But yeah. that goes back to nurturing those relationships. Mm-hmm. A long, Staying gentle process, t- yeah. making them yeah. feel comfortable. Yeah. But yeah. I have certainly seen families go from, we're not old enough for that. Yeah. Us, for us. Mm-hmm to moving there and seeing that again seeing that lifestyle you're not yeah. going to what is the into, age range what are some of the just to give us an idea like for the independent living what uh, are what are some of the ages that people should start considering that as an option well um we like to think well i actually have somebody moving in who's 58 oh wow right and she is single and no children, and she know her mother was there in health care a few years ago, oh. and she was so happy with the care she received. Yeah. She knows this is where she wants to spend her life. Then on the other end of the spectrum, I have residents who are 98. Wow. Still are in independent living. We've been there since 1989, and we have very active residents. One that comes to mind she still plays the most competitive hand of bridge. <laughs> and if someone joins her table and they're not quite up to par, she recommends a remediation class at the Shepherd Center. <laughs> That's funny. So, and we really, and what I try to um, communicate to families, you want to do it while you still have your choice. You're making that choice. It's not because of a health event. And then it's an because emergency it, right, situation. Right, yeah. That you have more control. If you come into independent living, and then as time passes and your life uh, changes, that then you ha- you're still at home, yeah. right? You're still at Brookridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But another a question I do ask our residents, do you have any regrets? And this is just for my marketing knowledge. We regret we didn't do it sooner. Mm-hmm. We got rid of all of that home maintenance. We travel. You know, we have a resident who lived here six months of the year in Florida six months of the year. Oh, wow. We have a lot of really active, uh, unique folks. Yeah. So, yeah. I love that. I wish mm-hmm. they'd have done it sooner. Because, yeah, do, yeah, having to do it in an emergency situation is not no, ideal. No, that's not ideal. It can be traumatic on both ends. <laughs> and I think they feel like they have more control. Yes. And, and that it is their decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I love hearing the passion in all of your voices. Um, and, yeah, if you want to get a tour of Brookridge, they have an amazing website with some virtual tours, or Becky will Absolutely. give you a safe Absolutely. tour as well. Do you all have any last-minute things you want to you wanna say? How can we find Brookridge online? brh.org. Okay, I'll put that in the show notes My, too, so people um, can click on direct it. direct email is rrebecca, but I get by Becky, Right at brrh.org. Okay. I would love to hear from folks. Awesome. Well, thank y'all for coming on. You guys are natural. Thank you. (laughs) And as always, you can find Forsyth Mags on social media at Forsyth Mags, ForsythMags.com. And if you enjoyed this episode and have enjoyed any episodes, I would love it if you would leave us a rating or a review. And that is a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs>